Can you hear me, Biao? Can you hear me now? Man, I love how, like, now that I'm really getting into anime and all this kind of stuff, how now go. I'm like, oh, this guy sounds like, uh, he's like the, the audio broadcaster, uh, the sports announcer at a Japanese baseball mm. game. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I swear I'm like, like, I don't think I'm trying to get sick, but like, or allergy? I don't think, is anyone ever trying to get no, no, sick? No, 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 but Tyler? I mean like, I mean, that's a Southern way of saying it, but uh, uh, <laughs> like, is it, or allergies? Or I guess well, I mean, the weather's allergies. been weird, dude. It's like super, co- it was really cold. Mm-hmm. And then these, these, the past couple of days, it's gotten up to like 78, 79. It's been all, so pretty plant, nice. The, uh, <laughs> no, dude. What? No, that's no, no, not no. Nice. I don't want it to be seventy nine. No, 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 no. Give me like hottest seventy, and even then, I'm like, come on. Now I got to take my sweater off. What I'm trying to say is, the the plant life doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do with it all, and so it's just the, yes. The short answer is yes. You could be experiencing some allergies. Um, Let's talk about cobweb. Oh my gosh! You know what dude. I'm talking about? What part I'm talking about? Yeah. First, I mean, well, are we going to get I, into? Should yeah, we? let's get into that differently. Yeah. Well, let's just do the intro so we can talk about. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, That Would Be Rad, the podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, tabletop RPGs, pre-internet mysteries, and raising our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. I'm your host, Tyler Bentz, and this is your other host, Woody Brown. Hey, pal. Hey, man. So anyway, let's get back to the allergy talk. (laughs) Anyway, man, it's good to be back. Oh, it's so good to be back. I'm sure we probably sound a little bit on the rusty side, but you mm-hmm. just you know sometimes you just got to get back into it. You got to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, that's right. But I feel like you know because of you know the circumstances, we didn't really even get to. I don't know, man. Wrap up the Halloween season and yeah. talk about kind of I don't know what we did, how our Halloween went, the movies yeah. that we watched and stuff. So I thought, you know, besides some of the other things that I have kind of written down to to catch up with you. I thought we'd play a little catch up with our listeners too and let them know how our Halloween's went and all that. That sounded pretty stiff. You want to take that again? Well, I mean, I <laughs> thought that maybe, uh, where was that? Like, where was the stiff? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I do feel, I don't know, it was a little bit of a bummer of a month because, as you guys know, October and Halloween season is like our favorite and mostly, I guess, you know, to you guys, our our pals, our listeners, you know, you feel the same. And there was just so much stuff going on. And so, yeah, so we don't want you to feel gypped. And so we are going to kind of do, uh, I don't know, what would you say, like a, like a spooktacular recap a little bit? Well, yes. I mean, I would just say, like, I'm mostly interested just to hear about, because we kind of on purpose didn't really talk about what we did on Halloween and how mm. that went. Yeah. You know, what we dressed up as. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I just, again, part of the reason why I wanted to do last week's episode, kind of the way that we did it was it just didn't feel right just diving into, hey, let's talk about scary movies. And by the way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about some of the movies that 
you know, we did watch and, mm-hmm. and uh, what we think about them and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So let me ask you, okay. what did you and your girls, what did you guys, what did you guys dress up as? Did you- so I did not dress up, which is, it kind of, it's weird. Like, this is one of these things that even I don't understand, like, why I do this. But like, for someone like me who is like obsessed with Halloween, it's like, you know, October 1 rolls around mm-hmm. in my studio. I already have Halloween lights. I already mm-hmm. have the happy, happy Halloween thing. I already have like the, you know, 60s. Yeah, the spider webs, the 60s, like little, you know, pumpkin candles. Like everything's mm-hmm. ready to roll. But like typically like I haven't dressed up in like a long time just because it's all about getting the kids kind of ready. Yeah, I mean, the way you said that kind of makes it sound like I'm selfish, but I'll explain <laughs> later. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm that, not going to let you get by with like a cloaked, no, uh, passive aggressive no, wife at me. It's okay, not like yeah. a, that's not at all like a humble brag. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things that like, it is weird. And like, I, I've, I've wondered myself like why I don't sort of go that last step and like dress up, but I, I haven't in a while actually. Mm. But you guys, Men, you guys always knock dude, it out. Dude, I always, always got to dress up, and I love it. And typically, well, not typically, but a lot of the time, you know, we show up to wherever we're going, and we're the only adults dressed up. Yeah. But you know what? Right. I don't care, man. So we don't necessarily try to make it like sort of a family theme or whatever, but this year the kids are like, man, what, here's an idea. What if we did, like, everyone gets to pick a universal monster? And I'm like, well, oh, I love what? it. Yeah, and so at first I was actually going to be Frankenstein, um, mm-hmm. and then I thought, boy, I do not want to be wearing green paint. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, all night and all that. Wait, wait, real and costume. real quick, before, not to cut you off, but are you against wearing like the masks? Yeah, man, I, I I'm glad you too, asked me that question. I, I've always been. I don't like costumes. And it's kind of ironic because my son's costume this year had a mask. But yeah. I don't like costumes that have a mask involved. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to get that face paint the, on. I want to, yeah. you know, kind of be creative with it and stuff. And I'm not saying, and, and then like another thing about the mask thing is I never know who's, who is it, you know? And mm-hmm. I always just got weirded out because people in my neighborhood when I was a kid or something, they would just like run up to you and they're wearing a mask and you're like, I don't. Hey, man. And then they take it off and it's like, it's actually your friend's dad and he's just being like mm-hmm. overly scary. And you're like, dude. Yeah, right. Calm down, man. Can I get a Snickers or what's up? Yeah, it is It is kind of like, I don't know. I, I do feel like face paint is like so old school. Yeah. Like that, that there is, I mean, it is kind of a pain in the ass, but it is, I don't know, it is cooler, I think. I mean, there are some like amazing masks, like don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But and I, and yeah. look, and some people, that's their, they want to, have a mask and they're like, man, I really want to look like this. And you, you know, that that's fine mm-hmm. for me and my kids. I have this, I just have that rule, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want you having a mask. I want to be able to see your face, man. Although boy, you know, otherwise Wood- you could just be anybody. Woodrow, your son, like. His, yeah. So he was, he was, he was awesome. the in, invisible man. <laughs> yeah. And that was a hard sell for me because of the mask thing. I was like, son, like maybe we could come up with a band. Well, he found this like costume kit or whatever on Amazon and I mean dude it was so cheap mm-hmm. that I thought okay let's order it let's put it on and then send it back if and it then sucks. you can sell it to me yeah if it yeah. sucks we'll just return yeah, yeah. it 
Dude, he put that costume on. It comes with like the trench coat, the fedora, the little like wayfarers, and this mask that oh. makes it look like his face is wrapped in bandages just like the Invisible yeah. Man. And the shirt that looks like it's you can see through it and there's suspenders there, you know? And so I he walked into my office with that on and I said, Man, that's you gotta do it. Yeah. You know, which, which is cool because he's actually out of both of my kids, he gets super shy about Halloween for mm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Oh, so maybe I the mask, like, sort of... Yeah, gave him the bravery yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. But anyhow, so we went as Universal Monsters. I was Dracula. Naturally. Um, well, actually, you wife. know what? Not not naturally, because you're... Um, as ugly as Frankenstein. No, but I mean, I mean, since you've... I mean, this is a little... This may be yeah, too... Trans- doing it. This may be too transparent, but I mean, since all the laser hair removal stuff... God, and the calf implants. Well, I mean, I wasn't even going to bring those up, but... Uh, but you know, since the hair removal stuff, I'm cutting it all out. <laughs> you don't look like, like a werewolf. No, but well, that's okay. I thought maybe a werewolf would be kind of cool, mm-hmm. but Jane, who is dude, a straight up tomboy dude, she found this. I mean, dude, hilarious, hilarious, also cute and adorable. Mm-hmm. So, because like my rule there was, I don't want you being. Maybe I'm just like. I don't know, too overbearing. But I'm like, Jane, I don't want you to be like a scary werewolf. I want you to be yeah, like, right. I don't, I also don't want you to be like, <clears throat> hey, look, I've got a miniskirt on and, you know, like that kind of costume. Which, God, but that's I want like you to be everywhere. Right. I want you to be, I want this to be like a cool, but like adorable, but also you can be kind of like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she found this costume, same thing, amazing. Mm-hmm. And then my wife, actually, the first costume that we ordered for my son was a mummy costume, mm-hmm. and it was too big for him. But he's the size now, dude. Listen to this. This is where it gets crazy. He is basically, he's just slightly smaller mm-hmm. in size, in clothing size. So that, you know, if it's super cold in the morning, we can't find a sweatpants when we go running, he just puts hands on. And they fit, and, and well, and the thing is too is that he probably grew out of your your stuff like about a year or so ago, right? <laughs> what do you mean? Just, I mean, just like height and stuff because you're <laughs> you're five two. Shut <clears throat> up, man. No. Uh, anyhow, so she 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 used the costume that was a little too big for him, and that's what. And she was a mummy. So anyway, that's what we did. Yeah, it looked awesome. We got some pretty good ideas for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and we thought, okay, we could have been like the Adams family, which would have been good. Mm-hmm. We thought about Guardians of the Galaxy, but that was a little too involved. You know, I got to buy all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I am going to 100% blame it on my wife because she has never wanted to dress up. And so I think, like, I've pitched a few times to, like, hey, look, you know, let's do, like, the family thing, too. And my girls are just, like, I don't know. They're so against that every year. Oh, cause like embarrassing or what? I mean, I don't know if it's like embarrassing, but they just like have no desire to like match. Uh, yeah. Even just between the two of them. Like, <laughs> so Amelia uh, dressed up at school the day before and she she was Hermione, which she did that last year too, which amazing. Like she had like the, you know, she has like the suitcase and like the robe and the shirt and the tie and like the official wand and I mean, it's pretty legit, you know? Looks awesome. But then she decided she, because she's recently gotten into like Pokemon, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So she was Pikachu, which was awesome. And then Elliot, I was like, oh, Elliot, you know, my youngest daughter, I was like, oh, you know, if she's Pikachu, maybe you could be like another one, like Squirtle Mm -hmm. or Eevee or whatever. And Mm -hmm. she's like, no, I want to be a 
I want to be a vampire queen. And <laughs> so she's she's the one who could give a sh about what anybody else does. And uh, yeah, she's like this sort of Victorian vampire. And she refused to do it unless I drew like blood coming out of her mouth. And Nice. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty cool. I will say for our, our listeners that do live in the South, especially like our, our Georgia friends, it was kind of crazy, dude. It went from, it dropped like 20 degrees. Mm. Like I kid you not, in like an hour and a half. Yeah. It was yeah. wild. That's my that's my favorite kind of Halloween a little bit I, only because it got pretty cold. It was pretty rare that I got to experience those because most of the time I was either living in Texas. Oh right, and yeah. It doesn't get that cold, or I was living on the equator, mm -hmm. and it dang sure doesn't get that cold. Yeah. And so when we kind of came back, you know, mm -hmm. going back to that, up oh, he's in ninth grade. He's still dressing up though. Yeah, it got. That kind of cold and just it brings back those memories and it just feels like yeah. hey this is what Halloween is supposed to feel mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. that 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 argument you would get in with your mom and you're like I don't need a jacket, jacket. it's gonna cover my costume yeah you know yeah that was always the worst but I mean mm -hmm. it was pretty chilly like by the end of the night mm -hmm. we I will say and again I've I think I did this on our previous episode but as far as like our house and our decorations like we. We went all out this year. Yeah. Did you guys do anything? I mean, no. I mean, typically, so Anne doesn't really Halloween decorate. She sort of like decorates for sort of fall, autumn. Yeah, yeah, yeah fall. Yeah. And so there's there's like a a boatload of you know various sized pumpkins and stuff on our steps out mm -hmm. front, and um, we actually have a couple of oaks on either side of the house that kind of delete. It just the leaves fall perfectly, and mm -hmm. she doesn't want me to blow them away, which is, hey, that's nice, okay. Yeah. One less thing I have to do on a Sunday. And uh, so, no, no Halloween decorations, really. But I'm glad you brought that up because now that we're in November, we're getting closer to this. not Thanksgiving yet, mm -hmm. but we're getting closer to Thanksgiving. Have you guys already started decorating for Christmas? We have not. So we're in the midst of the ending of our soccer season, which... I don't know if other parents out there are going through this, but my God, it is, uh, it, it's it's a full-time job uh, doing all the soccer stuff. Like we're talking, like last weekend, for example, we had an all-star game on Friday, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. And so it's just like, just, just full-on soccer all the time. And so all uh, that to say, no, you haven't started decorating. No, we have not. I did break down all the Halloween stuff earlier than I thought I would, which is always kind of sad, you know? Yeah. Like, the saddest, though, man, is whenever you're, like, kind of, like, putting away. Like, after, like, January 2nd and 3rd is kind of like, oof. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, you know, there's no more holidays for a while, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, not necessarily Halloween-related, but... After these messages, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's something out there waiting for us. Hey, this is Bryce Johnson from the Bigfoot Collectors Club, and you're listening to Tyler and Woody on That Would Be Rad, because that is rad. We finally finished, we haven't even talked about this, and I'm excited. We finally finished season two of The Bear. Oh, yeah, dude. Amazing, right? God, man, that show, I, I swear on my life, whoever is doing... The music to that show mm-hmm. is... Pr- the funny thing is we probably know them. We pr- Well, yes. And also, if if you or I knew nothing about the show and we were thrown in there and we were they were like, okay, come up with like the soundtrack, mm-hmm. it would be we, nine out of... what we would have picked. It would be the exact stuff yeah. they have. Yep, 100%. And here's the fun part. I didn't know anything about the show when we started it. And just said, hey, I remember this guy from whatever that show was. I don't even remember that he was on. Where, what was um, oh God, what is it called? I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know that I I've seen know. anything else with him. He's, yeah, a, he's he was, so good. He was in, he was, yeah, okay. he's amazing, dude. Well, all, everybody in that show is oh, yeah. so incredible. But you're right, dude. I, I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And from the get-go, yeah. in season one, all of the songs are so great, mm-hmm. dude. All of the characters are so freaking awesome. And then what I love about it so much is the, the development of the characters. Yeah. From like that first episode of the first season all the way into, mm-hmm. you know, it's every single person sort of buying in and, and falling in love with the idea of making everything and themselves better, dude. And what yeah. about Cousin? Dude, dude, Cousin's the best. Oh, my gosh. Although, man. and again, like spoiler Alert. Yeah. I mean, not really spoiler alert, but just go watch but, it if you have. But yeah, Trust watch me. it. But in saying that, dude, that so the only time I really watch anything where I, I'm actually like sort of engaged and not just kind of listening to it sure. throughout the day, you know. So you know, we're kind of going to sleep and sort of winding down. What about the one episode that is a literal anxiety attack? Oh my god, the Christmas episode. God Almighty, dude. dude. Yeah, no, it was tough to get through. But man, talk about acting. What about Jamie Lee Curtis, man? Yeah, dude. She, was that a spoiler? Uh, I mean, I don't think. I so. mean, I don't know. People know that she's in it. They just look good in the IMDb. But the yeah. end, like the car, just. <laughs> God, dude. God, no, dude. What about the this the um, the brother, the Punisher dude? What's his name? I never yeah, can remember yeah, his name. Yeah. Uh, John Bernthal. Yeah, John Bernthal. With, between him and. Uh, mm-hmm. God, that is so yeah. like such good acting, but like 
God, the anxiety just I know just it was keeps tough going up, dude. And it's like an hour. It's the longest episode, yeah, of either season. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, dude, it's so good. And the, you're, I mean, the song choices, man, like the REM songs, and like the, I mean, just every everything. It's just so good, yeah, dude. dude. Oh, it's. I mean, so you you have like a Steve Earle song, and then followed mm-hmm. up by like like refused. Mm-hmm. New noise. It's it's yeah. just awesome. It's brilliant. Yeah, that was really great. Oh, what about... Uh, okay, so this is something that is like sort of breaking news. You probably haven't even seen it, but there is a new trailer for Dune 2. Shut up. No, there's not. Yes, there is. <laughs> You're I'm just kidding. Up, <laughs> that was like months ago. But have you seen the new Ghostbusters trailer? Yes, dude. Ah, oh, dang, man. I thought I was going to have Come like on. a... Come on. A big one up. I just watched it before we jumped on, and uh, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, dude. It looks awesome. I mean, it looks like that the main monster, whatever it is, looks a little scary. Yeah. So might wait to take Jane mm-hmm. until after we've watched it, because she's right now she's in that stage where silly things kind of scare her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, same. I, lo- I, I think my favorite part was seeing like, uh, and I mean, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer, but like seeing like the mom suited up, yeah, was like, yeah. Oh, okay, this is this is pretty. Yeah, cool. it's like a whole. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a family thing. I mean, I do wonder like what other people our age who are into the Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. you know, l- listener, if you what their thoughts were. I think about Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, know? we we gushed about it for a full episode. Yeah. I mean, I just loved it so much, yeah. but I wonder too, them continuing it and adding new characters and kind of, you know, utilizing some of the older ones still and stuff. Mm-hmm. What do people think after seeing this trailer? I mean, yeah. to me, it's like some of those franchises, as long as they're done right, yeah, I think that's pretty awesome, especially since it's the son of the original guy that, that's, well, that's directing it. So that's changing on this one. Yeah. Well, is he just like producing it or... um? I'm not sure. So I think the guy that's directing it was a like co-director or like a writer on the first one. Mm-hmm. So at least there is that like sort of connectivity that can, you know, can help. Yeah. But I do yeah, I do think the direction's different on this, which which I don't love. Well, let's see. Yeah, okay. So written by it's still written by Jason Reitman, but just Directed by somebody else. Yeah. But the director is, he was sort of, he was attached to the first one. So, you know. Oh, wow. He also did the remake of, oh, he did Monster House. Right. He did. Um, which I love. I guess the remake of Poltergeist, which I've never seen. Man, I heard it totally bombed. I don't even give those things a chance, man. Yeah, which kind of sucks, man, because yeah. like, it, well, and it's kind of It might like, be unfair of me. It, it is unfair, but like, I mean, even like the new Exorcist movie I've heard was- absolutely atrocious yeah which is kind of it's just like how does that even happen like i feel yeah. like i feel like for stuff like that it would take so much more effort to to make a bad movie yeah it's like everything is stacked like in your favor so yeah i think too i wonder if they're like well we won't really spend the resources on this franchise because it's just you know like i'll give you an example halloween for example right mm-hmm. right we're still gonna go and see it. it oh, might, I we might think the movie sucks, but we're still gonna we're still gonna fill a seat. We're still gonna pay for the ticket. Mm-hmm. It's nothing more than that. They're not trying to. Yeah, but I think 
I think like movies like that and like, you know, like uh, like Freddy the 13th and, or God, Freddy the 13th. There <laughs> we go. Uh, Friday the 13th. I feel like those, that, those sort of types of franchises are very much like, you kind of expect that. Like, so it's not like you're expecting like a movie that's just incredible, but you know what you're kind of getting, you know? And it is like, there is a level of like sort of campiness and like, like cheesiness, but mm-hmm. but you know that's like appreciated. Whereas yeah. like stuff like this, like this like total different remake, I don't think they can necessarily like rest on that. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It, it kind of makes me mad, and that's part of the reason why I don't watch them. I'm, well, or I don't make a huge effort to watch them. I mm-hmm. saw the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw the remake of Friday the Thirteenth because you know we did the mm-hmm. the long episode about it. <sighs> I just feel like with some of these, especially when it comes to like John Carpenter classics or, mm-hmm. you know, Wes Craven or whatever, it's like just let them live in their universe of the 80s and 90s and don't mess with them. Come up with some original storytelling, dude. You know, Jordan Peele is doing a great job of that right now. I mean, yeah. he's finding that voice in the noise of all of this remake, 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 you mm-hmm. know. But I think there's some original storytelling happening Although, I've, <laughs> I think it was, uh, oh, what is the movie I was thinking of the other day? And someone was like, dude, every single scare. Oh, it was, did we talk about, have we talked about No One Will Save You? Uh, briefly. And I started it, but there's so little dialogue that like I, I couldn't work and watch it. So I ended up turning it off. Yeah, there's, there's almost no dialogue. Mm-hmm. But according to some of the things I read, because I kind of had to like, what I, just like you, I was kind of working while I was watching it, so I'm sure I missed a ton. So I kind of, after I watched it, read some synopsis about it so that I could figure out like, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. Or what, what, you know? And apparently so much of that movie, just almost scene by scene, was just straight up taken from a bunch of other horror movies, whether they're foreign mm. or, mm-hmm. you know, recent movies. And so it was just kind of like all these, you know, the guy that was writing the article was like, man, this is just a carbon copy with slightly changed characters, which is disappointing, you know. But I'll tell you one that I did enjoy yeah. that I think we should talk about. I don't know if I told you this yet. I know we talked about this movie, but real quick, before we talk about the other movie that I'm sure you want to talk about, mm-hmm. I got to say that... I watched The Fog with my oldest. Yes. Did we already, uh, did we talk freaking, about that? I don't remember if we did or not, man. Um, I think I may have mentioned it to you over the last couple of weeks. I, I don't even know. I don't remember at this point. Well, but, no, no, no. I'm saying like, did we talk about like us watching The Fog? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I believe we did. Again, to me, the the only reason that I wanted him to see it was, you know, he's into Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. He's you know, uh, getting closer to being 12 and everything, which is pretty young to watch a scary movie, to, to me anyway. Or Especially, very old for somebody in the 80s. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it, it is kind of straddling that line of, you know, well, I was fine and I saw all this other crazy stuff. But yeah. then it's like, you know, he's, I don't know. I just, I feel like I would have been like, okay, let's watch, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And then I'd feel like a bad dad. So anyway, Although, boy, we are, I mean, aren't we, like, really bad helicopter parents? There could, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But this is that movie, though, that I feel like, aside from, like, one or two little 
parts mm-hmm. was kind of like the perfect thing because there wasn't really gore. I mean, there's this part, he laughed his butt off. There's this part where this <laughs> guy gets stabbed by a sword. It goes through his chest, pal. So mm-hmm. he gets stabbed from behind. Yep. You see the sword poke out, no blood. Yeah. Sword's completely clean, you know? So he mm-hmm. just started laughing, which is awesome. Yeah. But he loved like the story of it. He loved like the synth soundtrack. Oh, he's, yeah. He's just like we would kind of pause and talk about it. And he, he's just like, man, I am such a huge fan of John Carpenter now. This is so cool. Man, that's awesome. How he just, you know, uses these things to make things scary that aren't, that don't require, you know, jump scares or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's that slow sort of like build. And uh, man, he loved it, dude. It was so cool. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the uh, like... I, mean, I don't know if you would call it like soundtrack, but like, yeah, the score is, well, no, I guess there technically would be a, a soundtrack yeah. because there's the, and again, I think, like you said, we did talk about it, but there is that like, you know, the narrator is like a, like a, you know, DJ. Yeah, for like a j- soft jazz stage. Yeah, and so you are hearing like stuff like that, which is like, I don't know, it it just gives that like, that sort of late night, Mm-hmm. It, it sort of gives this like level of like isolation that mm-hmm. that is like sort of comforting and like it, to me like it, it's the same feeling and I, I don't really know why but it's that same feeling that we would get or that I would get when like you and I were up at night driving to the next town yeah yeah and the other dudes were asleep and it and it's like it kind of feels like you know you rarely see a car mm-hmm. on the highway so it's kind of like. It's just you in the middle of the night, and like mm-hmm. it's very isolated, which is it, it makes like the funny things funnier, yeah, right, and the scary things scarier. Oh, somehow. yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, we would get on these conversations, man, when we were driving through the middle of nowhere, Texas on tour mm-hmm. late, late at night. I mean, really, I should say it wasn't even late at night, it was early in the morning, yeah, honestly, exactly, because it's like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we would just freak each other out and be like, all right, dude, we got to talk about something else. It's scary, you know? Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking, like, speaking of being, oh, well, no, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Well, I was going to say the cool thing about this movie is, yeah, you have that, I don't know, man. I think re-watching it with him and stuff, it's like I was kind of showing him how the Duffer Brothers and folks that I like in terms of cinematography mm-hmm. have kind of like, use that as their sort of template. Oh, yeah. In, not to just copy from, but use it as like that that storytelling technique and and everything to to create something that is a unique story, but told in a way that kind of gives homage to mm-hmm. that way of telling the story, which is just fantastic. So it's kind of cool to be able to introduce them to that. And yeah. of course, he was like, after that, he's like, I want to watch Halloween. I want to watch The Thing. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. slow it down. Yeah, yeah. I actually did start watching this sh- this movie and I was so excited because like the movie starts off and the narrator is the lady from the fog and she's oh. she's like narrating so it's sort of like an anthology I can't remember what it's called but like I don't know it looks so cheap I <laughs> I didn't get into it but like I was super excited when I saw her and she's like talking the same way and she's like in front of a microphone so it's like it was really playing up that aspect of the fog, which was really cool. But like, I don't know, it's it just looked super kind of yeah low budget. A lot of those, there's a lot of those cheesy low budget movies, man. Yeah, yeah. I 
watched Doctor Sleep again, and I believe that you saw oh, it. Oh yes, for the Did first you time. Told me to. Yep, yep. So good. And this kind of goes back to that I didn't give it a chance thing, which was unfair. And how dare I? Mm-hmm. I haven't really read. That's uh, not true. I've read a couple of Stephen King's more sort of quote unquote recent uh, books, mm-hmm. um, like uh, oh man, Hearts in Atlantis. One, no, that's not that recent, uh, but that's a great book. It is. The movie was like basically the first third of the book. Yeah, um, which I like the movie, but not, nah, dude. You got to read the book. Man. Yeah, it was such um, as like a slow. Which I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm okay with, but it was slow. Yeah. And so I didn't even realize that there was a that Doctor Sleep was a book that existed. Oh, right? I didn't. Either. And so whenever you're like, "Have you watched it?" I'm like, "No." I I thought that essentially it was kind of just like a cheesy remake somehow mm-hmm. and a spin-off story or whatever. Dude, I freaking loved it. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it I I I kind of just threw it on. You know, it was one of those that like I sort of just threw it on like while I was working. And I mean, I got to say it's it's one of those movies that has like become a staple of like Halloween season. Yeah. And I don't I mean, it is pretty scary, but it doesn't feel like a I don't know what kind of movie it is, really. It's very unique in that. It's kind of, you know, it's that classic Stephen King thing when, yes, I guess it would be in the horror section at Blockbuster, Mm -hmm. this one. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like The Shining, honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, there's some, like, horror elements to it. But for the most part, it's really just kind of like a psychological thriller, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It's almost like a paranormal version of, like, of falling down. With Michael Douglas. Oh my god! How it's just like the 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 descent of like a man's like mind, you know? Yeah, he just. But it was it. cool because if anybody listening has kind of dove into Stephen King a little deeper than just sort of, I watched it or I read, um, you know, this or that. Mm-hmm. There's this sort of like interlocking world. Mm-hmm. That he's created and a lot of these stories and characters and and even like um, some of his sort of I don't know man theories about things mm-hmm. are kind of like the like connected. Oh and yeah. yeah. Within this movie, I, I wonder if folks that watched it who don't have that sort of knowledge base about all the different things like the The Shining, you know, um, or like. I forgot what the other guy called it. Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't think. Yeah, of it but either. basically, like their ability to use their mind and 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 connect with other people in other places and things like that. They're like mutants, uh, basically. Yeah, I mean, and and Stephen King's used that in so many books, mm-hmm. man. And um, it's just it's it's really cool to kind of see all those connections. And that got me down a rabbit trail of my own where. I wanted to see like, well, just how many of those books, because I'll give you an example. In the book, forget about the movie, because mm-hmm. I didn't like it either, but in the book, Dreamcatcher, which you should def- everybody should read, it's amazing. Well, book. I will say this about the movie. I think the first half of the movie, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved. Yeah. But then it kind of, it sort of does that like anti-Hitchcock thing where it sort of gives it away, which yeah. if you know Woody and I, you know that like we hate that. Yeah. It's like if it would have kept that sort of mystique and like mystery, it would have been amazing. But it just yeah. sort of, you know. For some reason, his writing style and the way that he delivers yeah. just doesn't 
when they have to reformat that in screenplay, mm-hmm. it just doesn't translate, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I, I felt the same way about the show that was on HBO. The book's way better. Yeah, I feel like um, Clive Barker's like that a little too. Whew, Clive Barker, man. Intense stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. What was I saying? Oh, in Dreamcatcher, they are, like, whenever they're younger, it shows them and they're going through this, like, graveyard and they're trying to find, and I think they may have shown this in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not that the movie, like, it's not that I hated it. It's just in comparison to the book, dude, not even close in terms of how awesome it was. Yeah. Um, Which, which, by the way, I'm sorry, pal. I don't mean to do this. But just since you said graveyard, have you seen these, like, videos of people driving their, like, their Tesla through graveyards? What? No, why would they drive through a graveyard? Okay, so this is this, like... I mean, it's hold on real quick. I want you. I want to hear about that, but then it's going to feel weird going back to what I was going to say, which is they go to this graveyard oh, and on did you say graveyard. Yeah, I don't know what I said. <laughs> on this gravestone, there is this like uh, spray paint, like graffiti, and it just says Pennywise. Oh, right, right, right. And yeah. it's like, oh man, yeah. You're, so you're reading this whole book, you don't see any other connection, mm-hmm. and then they're like, what? Or it might even say something like Pennywise was here or something yeah, crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you're like. Whoa, as a reader. Anyway, people are driving their Teslas through graveyards. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it, I mean, everything's like pr- pretty advanced, like electronics and those things. And so, it, it, you know, it's telling when like people are close to the car. And it does that thing mm-hmm. where it shows like the top down view. And like, you know, it's showing like, it's not like an infrared thing, but it basically, sh- it's like, showing like what looks like people walking around your car mm. like it's pretty wild you know it's kind of the so same basically they're saying like it's capturing the spirits walking around right it's exactly the same thing as like um so when you say driving through a graveyard you just mean like on the actual road yeah, you're yeah supposed yeah. to be on yeah not okay, like dude i envisioned them just being like check this out boom, 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 boom. no just driving through okay. yeah no it, it's kind of like how ghost ghost hunters started using I want to say Nintendo Switch, but that's not right. The what is the one? The listeners are, are screaming in their at their speakers right now. Um, no, you know the one that like you you like play like bowling. Wii. Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started yeah. using Wii's because it, it was showing like you know it shows like a stick person basically. Um, oh god, that's terrifying. Yeah, dude, it's like pretty like it. It's like showing that basically a stick person, and it's like picking up on you know whatever the like programming is it's like picking up like when when there's like you know quote unquote like spirits or whatever wow it's pretty fascinating i got around to watching a haunting in venice Mm. i was watching it while i was working so it i mean i did not give it like a completely fair shake but it was super boring really i thought yeah which sucks Uh, because i thought i thought it looked really cool did we got to talk about the thing that we, the movie that we actually liked, though? Mm-hmm. We will return after these messages. It's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian, or a vampire, or a vampire. You think you really know what's happening around here, don't you? We're fighters for truth. Justice and the American way. Hey, this is Woody. And this is Tyler. And you're listening to That Would Be Rad. And now, back to our show. 
get into it. The best is this, okay? Look, I think Lizzie Kaplan, well, let's just say I've had a crush on her for years. Mm-hmm, okay? Ever since I first seen her. Okay? Yeah. Yep. And so Tyler shoots me a text one day and he's like, hey, man, did you, have you seen this movie yet? Or have you ever heard of this? Now, another thing that Tyler and I like to do is really kind of just, even if we're not the one, Tyler does this more, okay? Mm-hmm. But even if we're not the one that discovered it first, boy, do we like make it out to be like, yeah, of course, dude, of oh, yeah. course, I told you about this. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll send something to Tyler and be like, man, I love this show. And he's like, I told you. Which is usually the case. Never the case. Always the case. So he sends me this, hey, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. And ironically, I had, or I should say coincidentally, I had not, not seen the, the movie yet, but I had added it to my <clears throat> added it to my list on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And so we were both like, okay, you watch it today and I'll watch it today. Mm-hmm. And then we'll like, you know, go over what we think. Regroup, yeah. Regroup. Mm-hmm. And dude... I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The movie we're talking about is Cobweb. Yeah, it is a weird movie. And the thing that you said about it, so Woody finished it first. I think I had to like take a break like halfway through to go do something. But man, it, it, I don't know. I do, like I feel so many different ways about the movie. Mm -hmm. I, on the one hand, I feel like, man, I wish they would have done this or this or this differently. But then on the other hand, like, especially for a movie that I had never heard of until, mm-hmm. and it was weird. It was all like, it's sort of that synchronicity thing that happens to us where within like one week, you know, I read like a paste article about it, uh, you know, some other thing on Instagram or whatever. And it was like, and I'd never heard of it up until then. So I was like pleasantly surprised, mm-hmm. I thought, it was unique. I would. I will say. I think, and it, and I'm not saying this saying that I didn't like it, but I will say that I think the first half is almost perfection. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and then then that's it. No, no, no. I was, exp- uh, you know, okay, in, in a yeah, conversation. Yeah, okay. um, I understand. Now, let me just give a little context here. Part of the reason why most people. Prob- unless they, you know, see it pop up in their Hulu like suggestions. Mm-hmm. Most of the most of the re- or the, I should say the main reason why a lot of people haven't heard of it is because man, it came out in theaters at like a weird time. Mm. It was, I think, released the same weekend as Barbie and Oppenheimer, oh. and so it fell into the shadows. So it's like really new. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Huh. And so it fell into the shadows. Nobody paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was either wearing pink or learning about the atomic bomb. Right. Well, it's unfortunate, dude, because like you said, I feel like there's a lot about this movie. Here's the thing. The first time I watched it, when it ended, I was kind of like, I don't know if I don't know if I'm mad about that ending. Right. Right. Well, I just didn't know. I think what I told you was like, dude, I don't really know uh, how I. Because f- here's another thing, listener, that we often do. If if I say, okay, look, man, you better you, let's watch it. I assume that that means Tyler has also pressed play, mm-hmm. but I also know that he probably hadn't gotten to it yet. So 
What I'm doing is I like text and I'm like, dude, I'm five minutes in. I think this movie's amazing already. 15 minutes in and dude, this is brilliant. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes in, also Lizzie Kaplan, hot. 35 mm -hmm. minutes in. Although she dude, she for, plays a weird... I've never seen her she in always play, Dude, she plays a weird character sometimes. No, 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 but she's... really hot. In this, it, it's it's different from any other character she's played, I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's also... I think it's also PG-13, which is... No way. No, it can't be. No, not a chance. No, it's not? Yeah. So? I mean, just the... <laughs> just the under-the-bed blood part alone. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, also, I, I know this sounds like we're just sort of like beating around the bush about giving like a synopsis about this, but you got, I, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it at all. I don't think you, I uh -uh. think if you haven't seen it, like we're doing a, a, a good service for you by not going into anything about what it's about. Yeah, yeah. I would say going cold without knowing anything about it is the best. First off, hold on. I'm glad you brought that up, dude. First off, that's the best way to to watch any movie. Yeah, but unless unless you're talking about Dune, in which case there's like this humongous glossary at the back of the book where you know with world building sort of which uh, by the terminology. way terminology. Dude, did you hear that they're coming out with like the new trailer for part two? God, <laughs> shut up. Um, you got to go in cold. Don't read articles about it. Just press play, man. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think there are aspects like you said that. Eh, I don't know that some people like, but I, to me, man, I really liked, this goes back to what I was talking about with John Carpenter, man. I love the way that this writer and director, who apparently, I think he's French, and I think he did a series that's also on Netflix called Marianne. Have not watched that yet, hmm. but I will because of this. I think his name's Samuel Bowden is the name of the director. Like, it, like all, subtitles? I don't like know. French, French, I or... Haven't even looked it up. Hmm, okay. the, the name of the kid that plays the main character in Cobweb, his his first name is Woody. So mm -hmm. I'm already sold. Which And he's great. Basically, I'm going to find a, this is not going to be in the episode, but I'm going to find an interview where Lizzie Kaplan's like referring, and she, oh, Woody's just the greatest. I'm just going <laughs> to clip it. <laughs> and then I'm just going to save that and put it on the, and, and then I'll be like, you know, my friend Lizzie and I are yeah, going to be I love doing it. a movie together. Uh, may, um, maybe maybe on a Patreon we... Just talk about our crushes in Hollywood? Or? No, no, no. We we kind of spoil it and get more, you know... Yeah, yeah, that sounds fair. Into, yeah. you know, into the, the reason gritty. why or why not. Carrying on, I... So there's also another movie that was just released on Hulu, which is a movie that I've been so excited about since I first heard about it. But it is the only movie that I can think of that I actually kind of am scared to watch. Really? Um, and that's that Skinnamarink movie. Hmm. I don't know anything about it. Apparently, I've, I've, I've heard about it, I think. But. So, I mean, it just, like, just watch the trailer and you'll see what I mean. It looks, I don't know. It looks really scary. To me, at least. It's super indie. I think it was like super low oh, budget. Oh, you know what, dude? I started to, I tried to watch it mm -hmm. and I couldn't get, past, like, I didn't like it, man. I heard, I, I've heard it's like a real slow, slow burn. Well, I remember like I was watching it and yes, I was like, it's, it's slower than slow, man. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it a burn. It's kind of like room temperature slow room temperature yeah but it's but they say like once you kind of get used to that pacing like you it feels like you're actually sort of 
in the room. And like the shots are from like these yeah. weird angles. It's kind of another found footage type thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I didn't pursue it is like if you go in and you read the user reviews, <laughs> dude, this is one of those movies, man, that like when you, I just like, I, what I did with that time instead was just read these user reviews and laugh my butt off. Here's one. Mm -hmm. Get ready for it. I'm glad you brought it up. Three out of ten, the title. I spent a week watching Skin of <laughs> uh, Although the title of this review may appear unkind, it's nevertheless, nevertheless apt. I really wanted to like this film, but ended up bored and angry. <laughs> angry that the filmmaker had been so self-indulgent as to presume the audience would be able to withstand a hundred minutes of this punishment. <laughs> See, I'm I'm really patient though. I, I think here's the next one. I'm glad you're patient. <laughs> Five out of ten. It says there's an excellent short film in here, but there's also over an hour of sleep-inducing dead air that mm. sucks the atmosphere sucks the air <laughs> out of the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, uh, the next one. Three out of ten. This would have been better as a 15 minute short. Mm. Mm. So anyway, oh uh oh. Boy, how did I almost miss this one? One out of ten. Worst film of the year. Ooh. The next one, one out of ten. I have horror movie blue balls. Um, <laughs> the next one, don't worry, another one out of ten. There are days when I absolutely hate being a horror fan. This was one of them. Wow. It's beyond boring, they say. Take the most boring film you've ever seen, multiply it by a thousand, and boom, you have skin in a rink. So anyhow, I mm. read some of these laughed but was then like well, I don't really want to press play so anyway I, mm. you spend your time I want to hear your version of it dude because yeah. maybe it's wrong you know oftentimes we've talked about this before critics sometimes uh, well those aren't movie critics I tend to trust some audience mm -hmm. input every now and then yeah with a grain of salt you know because you know sometimes people's opinions differ I happen to like anything and everything Star Wars, even the newer ones, yes, there are things about them that I didn't like. I would have done differently, mm -hmm. but it's still Star Wars, you know? Yeah. I would say I'm like that with like pretty much any superhero movie, but God. Good God. Ant-Man 3, huh? I, dude, I liked Ant-Man 3. Sucked. But like, oh, like She-Hulk and... Yeah, uh, the new Stupid. Marvels movie I've heard is just a at full blown nightmare. Uh, yeah. hmm. Which is it's just incredible that you can. I, I feel like it takes so much more effort to make a movie like these like bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I actually liked the. I, th I think I may have seen like the first four episodes of Ms. Marvel, and I kind of liked it. I like that I girl. She's cool, man. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. And some like her like figuring out her power. It's just funny, man. You know, mm -hmm. like that teenage superhero stuff. I always love. It's part of the reason why I love like Spider Man because he's like trying to figure it all out, but at the same time, he's just a kid. You know, so he's like, mm -hmm. you know, once you get into like, oh, I'm a forty year old superhero. That's a whole nother set of, you know, N uh, now context. You know, in saying that, are you were you really excited about Blue Beetle? No, I don't really know. I don't really know anything about that character. The freaking anime awful. sword that he has in the trailer looks kind of cool, though. Yeah, it did look cool, but 
God, but, what, yeah, I don't know. That trailer looked awful. On to better news. Uh, and this is something that you definitely have not heard of. But do you know the Led Zeppelin 4 cover? You know, the painting of the guy with like the bundle of sticks on his back? Yeah, I, was, I don't know if I thought that it was a painting. I thought it was a uh, photograph, but go ahead. Well, it was always sort of sold to everyone that it was like actually a painting. Anyway, you know, they've discovered that a research fellow um, at the University of the West of England, he discovered that the photograph is actually a black and white still from the Victorian era and depicts a Wiltshire Thatcher by the name of Lot Long. Uh, Long was born in Mir in 1823 and later died in 1893. According to The Guardian, he was a widower living in a small cottage in Shaftesbury Road at the time the, the photo was taken. So they've discovered who the guy was because all these years, like nobody could ever tell like who who he was because I guess uh, it was such an old picture, huh? Well, I, I think Jimmy Pe- or Robert Plan actually like he found he found it was just like a framed, which again I I, I was always told that it was a painting because I mean even if you look at it, it does kind of look like a, I always thought it was a picture, like an old painting. Uh, well, the original was black and white, and I guess the Sort of crappy, uh, yeah, like the artificial. Yeah, uh, the like. What, that? what is that? What is the company that used to do it? Like this movie was colored with maxitone. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, Wizard of Oz had it. What was um, that? I can't think of that either. I don't know. But yeah, I, I I'm guessing probably in the artificial coloring, it kind of you know gave that sort of those sort of artifacts that it looked almost like mm-hmm. a painting. But yeah, it was found by Robert Plant and in a Pangborn antique shop near Jimmy Page's home in Berkshire. And uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool because like now, you know, I mean, it's, it's like such a classic album. I mean, it, that's the album with Stairway to Heaven, mm-hmm. When the Levee Breaks, Black Dog. And so now we know that it, you know, was Mr. Lot Long. Uh, so Man. shout out that's to awesome, Lot Long. Dude. Yeah, pretty it's cool. It's so cool when something like that happens because, you know, I don't know if you've ever... Um, when I say I don't know if you've ever, I'm talking to the listener, mm-hmm. not, not you, Tyler, because I, I know you've done this. We've done this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are about to get weird. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't know if you've ever been to, you know, like an antique store or like a thrift store or something, and you find like a random picture like that. It kind of reminds me of just how, especially back then, you know, you could have just picked up a random picture and be like, oh, man, this is pretty cool. And then it just all of a sudden it ends up on a, album Mm -hmm. and you know his family may not you know i don't know they may not have uh, ever even noticed yeah right well since we're talking about things that we never knew wait wait real real quick before we move on Mm -hmm. no no no, you're gonna enjoy this i saw a video on instagram a while back and this is something that i kind of think it would be cool if if our you know devoted listeners would maybe play along with us. So it's this video where this guy goes to, you know, like you said, like a thrift shop or antique store, and he just buys this random framed photo of like, you know, a random person like from the 70s, like just an old mm-hmm. photo framed. Then he snuck it into his his mom's house, like, like, you know, mixed it in with like a bunch of other pictures. And then sort of brings it up like, hey, who, who's in this photo? And so 
I would love to hear the results of this if our listeners want to play along, especially since we're getting into like, you know, the Thanksgiving season and the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. I think it could be really funny. I'm definitely going to do it at my grandmother's house. I mean, so you know, like trick your your older family members? I mean, not not in a bad way, but I think I don't know. There's something just to see what they say. Yeah, just to see what they say. I think it could be real. Like be like funny. your mom's response would be the funniest thing. Probably, ever. except for I think it'd probably just be like she'd probably just say, I've "Never seen it in my life." I mean, she takes a pre- she's got a pretty good mm. memory. It wouldn't really work over there, man. Yeah, well, not at my house anyway. But uh, well, my maybe, my family's maybe. dumb, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of things that we don't know and things that might even you, you the second that you hear it, you feel like I'm being tricked. Mm-hmm. Where are the hidden cameras? Mm-hmm. This is not real. We'll return after these messages. America's future can be determined by our dreams and our visions. It was very for over 200 years, there have been reports of giant man-like creatures from another dimension, another world. I don't know. The most intriguing mystery on the North American continent. This is Joshua Cutchen, and you're at my home for weirdness. That would be rad. As you may or may not know, my wife and I pretty much every night watch Jeopardy. Before we watch anything else, okay. which sometimes puts a damper on the amount of TV shows that I can uh, watch mm-hmm. because, you know, then there's so much out there. Okay, but anyway, it's just what we do. So we were watching Jeopardy the other night, and it's like Celebrity Jeopardy, which is kind of more fun because the questions are, you know, a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I should say the answers are a little bit easier. Because celebrities um, are dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes they're really, really smart. Yeah. The ones that win are, are pretty smart. So they're still tough, mm-hmm. but they're not as tough as as some of the other ones during the regular season. So I don't remember exactly what it was, but basically it was talking about how a certain animal, Okay. I'll go ahead and tell you, the wombat, which here we go. Welcome to Australia again. We love you, all of our Aussies. Yes, we do. The wombat... I've never heard of this dude. And this is kind of, it's not toilet humor. Think of it more biological here. Oh, no, no, no. I already know this. You son of a gun. You've been Googling it while. I haven't Googled anything. I know exactly. It's the only animal in the world that does this. It poops out square, square poop. Yeah. Yes. What in the world, dude? So that, they say that and I go, what? I got it. Press pause. I can't believe I, that you. I have never. I heard know that in all of my life. So many useless things. The fact that you didn't think that I would know that. Well, okay. Well, I mean, dude, how am I supposed to know if you know that? I just didn't think you did because how? Why have I never heard of that? I'm a genius. Or what the scientists have found out. The reason why they end up being cubes mm-hmm. is. The, they're formed that way within the final section of the wombat's intestines, and they're you know pretty dry or whatever. And the well, the walls themselves have sort of like a, a almost like a, a finite amount, but varying degrees of stretchiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that's kind of what helps you know um, turn into that shape. Now here's the other thing that doesn't sound comfortable, man. Yeah, I've actually that's actually part of it. I think you know. I, I've heard that they uh, 
they kind of they, they kind of have a hard happy about that. Yeah, they kind of have a hard yeah. time with. Yeah, you need to eat a couple of prunes. We need to deliver <laughs> some prunes over there. Mm-hmm. I get a little so. more fiber in that diet. Mm-hmm. Poor things, man. Yeah, pretty, uh, but still pretty fascinating though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the new uh, Dune two trailer, um, I Good did God. finally get around to watching The King. Yes, with Timothy Chalamet, and mm-hmm. it's great. Yep, I think you great told movie. actually told me about this like yeah. forever ago. Yeah, whenever it came out. Yeah, years ago. I told you that years ago. Yeah, it was my sixteenth birthday party, and Woody was like, "Hey, it's." <laughs> well, we went into like a text message tirade mm-hmm. not too long ago about something. I don't remember what it was, but we just kept on going back and back and back <laughs> in terms of who would have discovered it first, and it just started getting really ridiculous. No, no, with, with I can't remember, but whatever that was, I one hundred percent knew first. No, I definitely knew about it first, mm-hmm. and told you about it. You know, that is not going true. back. It's definitely. Um, it's a fact. Not true at all. Now, something that you sent me the other day mm-hmm. that I actually looked into, which I found fascinating, and I think this is a good exercise to ask. Yeah, I'll put it up as a, um, if you're a Spotify listener, you can actually interact with different polls and stuff um, if we have them in an episode. And I'm going to put this up as a poll to see how many of the listeners experience this because apparently, I didn't know this, only some people do. I don't so know where you're going. Yep. And so I had actually never heard of the official term for it, but you know, listener, when you for me it happens more than just the you know, specific to listening to music, but specifically for listening to music, have you ever been listening to a song and something happens in the song that is just really good or you're watching a performance or even like you're watching a movie or you're telling a story or someone's telling you a story and you there's some sort of emotional connection there mm-hmm. to the song, to that moment, and you just get these chills mm-hmm. when it's happening. To me, that's always just been it's a, all my life. The norm. It, whether yeah. it's a movie, a trailer, well, talking about it right now, dude, I've got chills. But I, I, need, I, I do think we need to clarify. I think... That terminology is only related to when it's music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think so. so. It's called frisson. Yeah. Is this, it's a French word that means aesthetic chills. And, um, you know, it can be, again, it can be emotionally mo- moving music. Um, it says the most common trigger of it, but sometimes it can be while looking at a beautiful artwork, watching mm. a particular, uh, like a moving scene in a movie or even having physical contact with another person. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking my language. Mm-hmm. Um, studies have shown that roughly two-thirds of the population can, you know, experience this. And, you know, that one-third, uh, they don't. They're, they're serial killers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, I, because, anyway, whenever you send me that article, the fact that it was... I'd never thought to kind of like look that up. Hey, what is this called? Or what am I experiencing? It's just something that's always happened. Yeah, right. And I just, I don't know. I love that, man. Yeah. I love it when it's like full body chills, whenever something really amazing happens on screen mm-hmm. or in a song. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you would experience as a songwriter. The moment that that song just kind of like, you know, if I I said, hey, you know, Tyler, man, I got this verse. No idea what I want the chorus to do. Mm-hmm. Do you have, you know, just take a listen and you'd be like, oh dude, I've got something that might fit there. And so you'd be like, okay, play that verse again. I'd play the verse and then you would come in with 
what you were talking about with the course, and it would be like, you know, like mm-hmm. full body chills. I'm yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. That, that's just the best feeling ever, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Which, by the way, we have to get together to write soon. It's yeah. Been, it's been too long. 100%. Uh, go, back on the horror movie thing. Um, <laughs> and this is the last one. I did get around to watching this movie that there are elements of it that are kind of cheesy, but I think in a good way. And that is the movie Totally Killer. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. No, no, I haven't seen it yet, but it's it's also on my list to watch, yeah. Yeah, it, I would say, especially if you guys are fans of, well, if you grew up in the 80s and, and or maybe 90s, it's pretty cool. It, it's like, not that it's just like some sort of, you know, like, you know, abstract auteur piece of work or anything, but it is it is like an intelligent movie that's sort of like, I don't know. The best way I guess I could explain it is like take like a, you know, an 80s slasher movie. But then if that had a baby with Back to the Future. Man. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if they use that in their marketing, but you definitely hooked me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, because like now I'm like, oh, you know, because so many of these modern horror movies, although I think... I saw that, added it to my list, and and then that reminded me. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go back and watch The Babysitter with uh, exactly. Mara Weaving. That's, and, uh, that's the vibe gosh. that it it totally has. But it doesn't have her in it. So. Yeah. I mean, the cast is pretty good, though. It's got the mom okay. from uh, Modern Family. Oh, okay. Yeah, it. she's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Something that, and it wasn't on purpose necessarily, mm-hmm. but <laughs> Jane is currently really getting into mid to late 90s Britpop. Wow. And part of the reason is she's boy crazy. Mm. And so she stumbled across... Um, Damon Albarn. She might have even... Yeah, yep, that's one of them. Uh, she stumbled across... Uh, I think I might have been watching it or I, like I was on a 90s Britpop kick or something and she came to my office and was like, whoa, who's this? They kind of look like the Beatles. Mm. I was like, oh, this is Oasis. Dude, the next day on her little Spotify playlist, you've got uh, the song, Do You Know What I Mean? And she's just like walking around the house and she's just like, I'm in my make. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Super proud dad moment. And then I'm like, oh, well, if you like them, check this out, you know, whatever. So now she's, her favorite songs right now is that one Mm -hmm. uh, by Oasis. And then, um, she likes Champagne Supernova. Mm. Uh, she loves uh, Blur Song Two, yep, of course. And of course, of course, she thinks Damon Albarn is is hot. But she also thinks Graham Coxon, the guitarist, that's her like that's her ultimate style right there. You know, really, it's some dude with like glasses on playing the guitar. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, she loves it, man. That's cool. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would also think like early Coldplay would probably. Yeah, fall into that. Travis would probably be, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know. And then you get in. She didn't like Cool Shaker. I showed them that. She's like, "That he's weird." I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, some of that stuff gets a little. It's almost like too like like psych a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little too um, late sixties. Yeah, right. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, she is sure. into the new Beatles song. I haven't heard it yet. Uh, it's all right, and it just sounds like you know. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, she, it, she she's constantly like watching the documentary on how they made it and everything. And that's like the AI one. Yeah, apparently I think they used some AI to. I mean, it, I don't know. It sounds like it sounds good. 
Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I just imagine the conversation where she's like, oh, man, they they look like the Beatles. You're like, well, they sound exactly like the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, Paul and Ringo, you know, since they're still alive, they are really singing it. And, I mean, I think what they used for John Lennon's recording for his voice was just like some cleanup, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the, the deal, I heard about this. I haven't seen the documentary, but I heard... I heard about the story like forever ago where I think I think in like the early 2000s or is this right like Paul had it and they had they were thinking about releasing it but they just couldn't clean it up cuz it's just it was basically I think John just like playing the piano in a room mm-hmm. you know through like a like a tape recorder kind of thing and right. because of the AI stuff they were able to you know isolate the vocals mm-hmm. to a level that we you know we haven't been able to do up until now, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and you know she loves the Beatles. I mean, mm-hmm. so dude, what about those videos of that dude that I've been sending you lately with like the blonde hair? Uh, oh my, dude, just pull up your Instagram right now. This it's it has to be like parody, fake. I don't know. I remember seeing one. There's no way that it's not parody, but God, it's so funny, dude. It's so bad, but it's kind of genius. Oh, yeah, this guy. See, man, dude, I can't even, it's hard for me to even study that stuff because, like, this dude thinks he's... No, 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 I think it's like, it's it's got to be parody, which is kind of genius. No, dude, the guy that I think, we, speaking of we haven't talked about it, what about um, that show, I Think You Should Leave? Oh yeah, dude! I told you about that show forever ago, no, and you were I like, "Told you no so long ago." I told you about this. I told guy. you first about. I did. You did not, so and you were like, "Told him first. You were like, "I just that guy just sounds, seems like one of those dudes like that you would what? dude you would see I, in a small no, town." I no, I rem- no that the one you just sent me does. That's you no, like you that, said hey, this if about. If you want to know what White County is, go. Tyler's going to post this. He's going to send this today. <laughs> write him a message and say, Tyler, send me that video you're talking about. He'll write us a message and I'll send it to you. And it's this guy. Dude, I'm Tyler telling you. Up. That, That's why I can't handle it. No, man. dude, that guy. It's, it's horrible. Sucks. I don't, don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm saying, I think it's parody. It. It's not funny to me, man, is what I'm trying to tell you. But No, it's funny because most correct. people think that he's legitimately like, because all of his stuff that he writes is like ultra serious, but like, He's misspelling half the words. Oh, God. No, dude. But see, here's the thing. But that's the world right now, man. So I can't even. Yeah, but even he's like, playing off of it, I'm telling you. Maybe. Anyway, there may come a time when I think it's funny. It's probably not going to happen, but mm-hmm. there might. I'm not going to say never. Mm-hmm. Goonies never say die. Yeah. Uh, but what I will tell you is the guy from I Think You Should Leave, you're right in the sense that you sent me a video of him and the same kind of deal. I had. I, I, didn't know what to, I was like. I don't really know as all because it was like a clip that I didn't get. Well, one day I was like, you know, I saw a different clip. Either I think you might have sent me was it the zipline one? <laughs> yes, dude. And it's like, and I think I probably commented back like, dude, this is you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> dude, it's so funny. And then and then I started watching the show, and the first, I think it's one of the first sketches in the first episode. Whenever he's like the lawyer and he's like has this ever happened to you before and he starts off and he's just like 
pretty normal. Yeah, right. It's like one of those TV lawyer commercials. Yeah. And then it gets into... Has this ever happened to you? You bought a house that was not disclosed to you that there was a termite infestation in the walls and in the moldings. So you have to take it upon yourself to call your own termite extermination company. But when the guys show up, they immediately ask if they can use your bathroom. Then for over two hours, they take turns going in and out of there, taking huge mud pies and over flushing. Then they go in there together and you hear a bunch of scrounging around and then you hear a bunch of yelling and one of them is standing in the bathroom doorway shouting at you and his friend's foot stuck in the toilet and he says, help him, you gotta help him. And when you go in there to help him, he just pulls it out easily and laughs because his foot wasn't stuck. It wasn't stuck at all, he was just faking it. And then they get really serious, they say it's turbo time. And they both start running around the house as fast as they can and jumping over the couches. But when you try and jump in, they yell at you and they say, you're not part of the turbo team. Don't run. You don't run with us. We're the ones who run. Until you're part of this turbo team, walk slowly. So you go lay down to be by yourself and read your art books, but then the next day you went into the bathroom and it looked like the hole in your toilet had shrunk? He said, how could that be? There's no way they could have shrunk the toilet, but then you saw in the trash a receipt from Home Depot for a toilet the exact same size as yours, but with a joke hole that's just for farts. They replaced your real toilet with a fart toilet, and now you can't take a dump in your house? Because your toilet can't suck them down and you feel sick to your stomach? Has that ever happened to you? Call me right now, please. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude. Or, no, I'll tell you one of my other favorite ones. All of a sudden, it's just this scene, and there's this car that's crashed through the front of a clothing store. Mm -hmm. and, and it shows this lady, and she's like, Is everyone okay? What happened? Did anyone see? Someone drove a hot dog-shaped car through the window. Driver's gone. Somebody call the cops. We need to find that driver. They could have killed someone. Whose car is this? Yeah, come on. Whoever did this, just confess. We promise we won't be mad. It pans to him, and he's wearing a hot dog uniform. What? Well, close our eyes. Just take your car and get out of here. Sir, that's clearly your car. Wrong. Someone call the police. Yeah, that's one idea. Or we can work as a team, find out whoever did this and punish him ourselves. Maybe take his bare butt out of his costume and spank him. Maybe you could do it, sir. Not gonna happen. Okay, you. No. Well, one of us is gonna have to do it. No one's getting spanked. <sighs> you know what's driving me nuts? It could literally be any one of us. No, it couldn't. You're dressed like a hot dog. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? Oh, dude, so hilarious, yeah. man. It is really stupid. It's one of those shows that... There's a lot that, like, I, that I'm if like... If I was 15 yeah, oh, and then given yeah. a budget to make a full-on TV show, yeah. this would be it. It's kind of... It kind of. I mean, it's a totally different style of humor, but it. I would imagine for kids, it's kind of like the way we had, like, Tom Green. Yeah. Where it's, like, super yeah. dumb, yeah. but, like... There's it's less. There's moments on the Swedish. Cheap. You know, it's like it's less, way way out there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, but it is pretty funny, man. Um, this guy plays like the perfect sort of awkwardly obnoxious and abrasive character. Mm -hmm. You know, like, dude, did you see the one about um, uh, Tom Flashes or whatever? Mm. The clothing store, no, and the patterns, dude. So this guy, this this main character guy, or whatever. I think his name is like Tom. Robbins, maybe? Yeah, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, I, I that's know. right. Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyway, he's laying down on this couch, and they're in an office meeting. And he's just like, sleep. <laughs> I think it's because these kind of people remind me of you. But they're, they're okay. he's just sleeping through the meeting, and the boss is like, "Is is everything okay, John?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just had a really long flight." And they're like, and then this older guy. I think, I don't, let's just say his name's Steven. I have no idea. But this older guy's like, no, he's just been spending all of his <laughs> per diem on these shirts from Tom Flash. He's like, you shut up, Steve. Yeah. These shirts are amazing. I've never found a store that's exactly my style. <laughs> and it's like these terribly, like, yeah. just ugly, you know, graphic printed button up shirts. Yeah. And he goes on this tirade about how, like, they're so expensive because of how <laughs> complicated the patterns are. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. Okay. And then one last one that I want to tell you about or talk about. Have you seen the one where the lady walks in? So he's behind a desk. He's like tapping on the computer. He's about to start eating his lunch. And it's like this foot long hot dog. The lady walks in. She's like, hey, uh, you know, Johnny is um, actually going to start the meeting. You know, he he was able to like rebook a flight, and so he wants us to kind of come to the conference room. He's like, he looks up at her like confused, dude, like the ultimate Tyler look, like, yeah. huh? and he goes, "Yeah, but it's lunch," <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, but we have to get this done. This proposal is like a big deal," and he's just like letting her talk, and he's like, "I don't think you can do that. <laughs> it's lunch," and so she's like, "Come on, you got to come in." So, dude. He walks into this meeting. He's got like a like a navy blue suit on, right? Mm-hmm. And he walks in, and you see him like kind of <laughs> cupping his hand, his right hand, and it's as clear as day that he's now shoved <laughs> this foot long hot dog into his suit sleeve, and he's like walking in. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" He sits down. He puts his head on the table like a little kid would do <laughs> to hide the fact that he's eating this hot dog. Yeah. And then they're like, dude, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh, I'm just really tired. And then, like, the hot dog's, like, hanging out of his sleeve. And he's just, like, laying there. And they're like, he's he's eating his lunch. And then he starts choking on this hot dog. All this stuff happens. And at the very end, he's like, you can't. The the whole, like, the final punchline is he just, like, looks into the camera. He's like, you can't skip lunch. That's amazing. And that was it. I mean, dude, it's just incredible. Man. Yeah, I think, like, some of the ideas for like the skits or or like the I mean the fact that you have a skit where you have like a member of like the bachelor show <laughs> yeah yeah and like <laughs> all the only thing he cares about doing is riding the zip line mm-hmm. on the show so it shows him like they're like you didn't even you didn't even eat Do lunch any of the events he was like I <laughs> he's like <laughs> I ate lunch with everybody and it shows him and he's just scarfing down the food so he can run Back yep. to the zip line. <laughs> <laughs> and then, dude, when he does, like, all the moves, like, jumping off the zip line. <laughs> exactly. He just thinks he's so cool. Oh, God, it's amazing, dude. Oh, man. Well, anyway, this is a really random episode. So, listeners, thank you for sticking around mm-hmm. for, this, for this long. And like what he said earlier, we're really happy to be back. We are so happy that you've joined us for another week of randomness. And, uh, yeah, next week we will get back into our regularly scheduled programming. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do that on Instagram, drop us a DM, join the conversation, say hi. If you want to tell us your own paranormal story or something that's happened to you or your own sort of colloquial, you know, folklore 
that maybe we've never heard of if you're in a different country or even different state. We'd love to hear about it. If it's more long form, head on over to thatwouldberadpod at gmail.com. Or even better, you can head over to thatwouldberadpodcast.com, our official website where you can kind of do it all. But the coolest part is that you can leave a, uh, a voice memo or, you know, I guess back in the old days, like a phone call. You can <laughs> you can call us and, you know, leave it in your own voice and, you know, it may pop up in a future episode Leave a five-star review. Tell a single friend about the show. It really means a lot. And it really helps spread the word and helps get us new ears. And uh, we're always appreciative. Buy us a coffee. Join our Patreon, The Rabbit Trail, where it's more of what you love. Maybe a little more rambling. Uh, But it's a little more free. It's a little later at night. And uh, we're so appreciative and so grateful for the folks that uh, are already members of the Rabbit Trail. I guess that's about it. Anything else, Woody? Well, I was just going to say, don't forget about our new physical address. If you want to send mm. us a letter, a handwritten note, a package, a postcard, you know, whatever. Chain mail. You can do that. Uh, what now? Chain mail. Chain mail. Um, you can do that by addressing your envelope to, that would be rad, 2551 Limestone Parkway 1A. Box number four, Gainesville, Georgia, 30501. It's always nice to go to the mailbox and find a little surprise in there. And again, just a little handwritten note that says, hey guys, hello from whatever country uh, you're in. Um, And by the way, you don't have to go to our website and just use the voice, the voicemail Mm -hmm. or whatever for telling us your story. Just tell, just tell us, uh, you know, say hello from wh- wherever you're at in the world, and we'll share that with the, the listeners as well. Yeah, man. For I sure. mean, no matter what, dude, it's, it's just good to be back yeah. in the studio, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to next week when we you know, bring something um, super interesting in terms of uh, a crazy story that our listeners might not have heard yet. Yeah, dude. Well, we love you, we appreciate you, and as always, be rad. That's the way it
black clouds in a time where I just needed some sunshine You were already dead before you became a ghost You always said our future would be a parade of flowers But now all that's left is a single rose That's the way And so there's, I mean, it, uh, <coughs> oh my God, I choked. Mm-hmm. What else did I get here? All right. <laughs> Beautiful segue. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it won't, it won't do that on the thing. It uh, won't do that on the thing. Sorry, man. The autobiography of Woody Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shh. 